We are living in a time when truth is being revealed in dramatic ways. This is how the universe is able to evolve to bigger dimensions that expands us all individually. Join us to learn about the Law of Attraction Dynamics that is creating a new awakening. Dr. Stan and Jody will assist you to gain absolute freedom with the knowledge of how the universe really works. Today, you are just one step away to creating your desired life by understanding the Law of Attraction Dynamics. Here's Dr. Stan and Jody. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Dynamics with Dr. Stan, Jody, and Sophia. Hello, everyone. I'm Jody Gravely, and we are so excited to have you join us today as we share about the dynamics of the Law of Attraction. You can contact us at the Law of Attraction Bible at hotmail.com or through Dr. Stan's website, drstanphd.com. We are offering um, a free session, I guess you would say, um, for some lucky person um, with Dr. Stan and Sophia if you submit a question this month. Um, so if you have questions, things you wonder about, you would like for um, Sophia to answer, please uh, email us at the Law of Attraction Bible at hotmail.com. We want to go ahead and get the program started today, and we want to welcome Sophia to the program today. Sophia is Dr. Stan's Vortex Guide um, that he has been hearing from for years, and we want to let her begin the program today by asking her some questions. So, Dr. Stan, have you got Sophia ready? Sophia is ready. All right. Uh, one of the first questions I had from someone this week was about transitioning or dying, as we call it, um, as humans. Um, when we transition or die, they wanted to know, do we keep or retain our identity that we had here on Earth? Well, absolutely. We never lose our identity and who we are. Uh, sometimes our identity may have a different name, so to speak, or a different way for uh, each individual to be recognized uh, in the universe. But we always retain who we are uh, and the things that make us who we are are always there with us. Uh, but they are with us in the pure positive energy of the universe. Uh, they're not blurred with some of the space-time reality uh, things that people relate to in this earth, so to speak. You see things so differently when you're in the vortex, just as you see things so differently when you're in this time-space reality that we call earth uh, here. And so, yes, we always retain who we are and identify with who we are. Uh, so we don't have to worry about disappearing uh, from the universe, you know, just because we transition from one reality to the next. We are who we are, and we, we retain who we are through all these transitions uh, that each and every one of us go through. Well, I'll kind of play off of that from my viewpoint. I think what they're asking was like, will I be Jody? Or if we... 
Like, would I be around my loved ones that I had left? Would I have any way to um, protect them or comfort them? Or, you know, sometimes you think after your loved ones die, they're still around you and they're watching over you. They're caring for you. So, you know, what what is that really like? Well, it's different for each and every uh, person, individual, entity, energy. Every one of us have different things that we go about doing uh, from one time-space reality to another, from one uh, vortex to another, so to speak, uh, and understanding that some people do uh, kind of stay and linger and help uh, loved ones and have a great interest in what's going on in this time-space reality. And they are always available because, again, uh, coming from a human standpoint when you're in this time-space reality. Uh, we call it a time-space reality because we are kind of being governed by time, so to speak. Um, people are always very much aware of time uh, in this time-space reality. But when we're out of this time-space reality, uh, we realize that time is really not of the essence uh, as we see it uh, in this uh, planet Earth as people do today, you begin to expand and grow and really understand that as your energy form, you're able to travel and be here and be there and exist here and exist there, be a part of this and be a part of that. And each and every person, individual that is here on Earth is an energy uh, that transforms into the vortex, so to speak. And that energy can be displaced uh, in many, 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 many different ways. And some people, you know, do, can, and will be summoned back sometimes. Uh, and if that's in uh, the better good of the universe, so to speak, if the law of attraction brings someone back into your vortex here on Earth, and that is real, and that is something that can happen. Uh, people can be uh, summoned back and forth uh, physically, energetically, in so many different ways. You know, so in essence, you never have to really lose touch with anyone uh, that is transitioned uh, and you really don't have to feel like you know that they are gone or missing if you uh, regard them uh, yourself and want to stay attuned to them uh, it's just a matter of what it is that you're wanting to do and be connected with uh, where you are in your uh, time space reality in your journey in the process of life so there can be many 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 ways of which uh, people that we know uh, can come back to this time-space reality energetically uh, and even come back in, uh, physically in other forms uh, to participate in this time-space reality. So we're kind of all, you know, time travelers. And, of course, it's just like when people dream. Uh, uh, many times, you know, people are dreaming in another time-space reality. You're actually experiencing things in many dimensions all the time, par running parallel in this universe with people that you know, uh, have known, your family members are all a part of this, you know. But when we, you know, transition to the other side, so to speak, speaking humanly, you realize just how interconnected we all are energetically and how that we're really never really separated. We're always together and can identify with each other uh, when we go 
and transition into uh, the vortex, as we will call it at this point, uh, you know, we still retain who we are and what we are and, and can understand, but we don't look at each other, you know, as fathers and mothers and sisters and brothers in the biological sense, but we look at each other in the universal sense. We understand that each and every one of us are a participant in this uh, great uh, universe that we live in, and we are experiencing each other all the time in many different ways and so uh, again you know many people get uh, kind of stuck looking at things uh, from this point of view when in actuality when you transition you're looking at it from a multiplicity point of views uh, and have greater understanding it's not that you can't have that understanding now you can tune in and tap in and be connected and interconnected uh, if the a person you know chooses to be connected uh, and some people choose not to be connected that is also a choice that you can make you can somewhat shut yourself off from other people in this world and other people and other energies uh, from the other uh, dynamics of this universe you know because we do have a lot of power you know to control uh, who we are and what we are and what energy we're participating in so this universe is kind of a free will universe it's exciting you know, when you get out into the vortex and see all the many wonderful things that are happening all at once across uh, the universe in parallel and how that we're all interconnected uh, in all of these dimensions working together for the expansion and growth of the universe. So yes, we we can know people and feel people and have their presence come back and, and, and talk to them and converse with them. And if you're listening, you can hear them energetically. And even sometimes you can hear them uh, speaking audibly. Um, I know Stanley has uh, heard many, uh, many people audibly that have passed over to the other side and have heard people in this time-space reality that he wasn't even near uh, speak and he could hear them even though they would be miles apart, uh, you know, blocks apart, so to speak, you know, because we are interconnected uh, in so many ways in this uh, energy field that we are living in so we're always connected we always know who we are but depending on the dimension we're in uh, depends on how we are interpreting things and understanding things well you know since you brought up that we're not fathers and mothers and things like that when you're in the state that you're in or in the vortex um, it might seem odd to some people that your doctor stands uh, energy guide and your name is Sophia are you female well the energy that is expressed through Stanley that we call Sophia is energy it's not necessarily a individual person as you would think of an individual person the Sophia energy of the universe is the reproductive loving energy of the universe uh, it is light energy it is uh, energy that uh, as Stanley looks right now he just kind of uh, sees bright lights shinings uh, kind of like on a TV set but brighter and more vivid uh, we are energy and the energy of love uh, the energy of the reproductive energy of the universe that helps this universe to expand and grow uh, so uh, many times you know when we are communicating to people in this time-space reality and Stanley is not the only one that you know receives from this energy many people can receive from this energy you can receive from this energy any person listening to the broadcast if you want to 
to tune in and tap in can tune into this wonderful energy if, if you can uh, allow your frequency to rise up uh, to the point where you're able to hear and see uh, and feel the vibrations of the universe you know so it's it's more of who we are is energy more than what you would think of as a person uh, many times when spiritual guides and energies come to this time space reality we have to relate to the people on the level that they understand uh, that is why through the ages of this earth there's been so many different religions there's been so many people who have interpreted our energy in a multiplicity of ways you know depending on their where they are at in their journey in the process of this time-space reality and so we try to relate to people uh, as energy in the way of which you can understand us it's kind of like a lot of people understand you know God is with a name and identifying God with a name when well, we know that God is energy God is infinite intelligence God is life force uh, God is light uh, God is love and so to you know to try to uh, box God into just one name is okay for some people because that's the only way that they can understand uh, God and uh, as as he is called she is called uh, the energy field the infinite intelligence of the universe so again we don't need for people to get hung up on uh, names so to speak it's more about the vibration and the energy that we're feeling more about uh, trying to identify us particularly as a person as much as you need to identify us as pure energy oh, okay well that makes a lot more sense um, I've heard from several people who are saying that they really believe in the law of attraction but they have a hard time attracting what they want um, they are trying to change their energy and they want to know what they can do daily to get better at believing fully in the law of attraction and attracting what they want well first of all you have to quit questioning the law of attraction and quit questioning the fact that you are not receiving uh, because the more you think about what you're not getting the more you're gonna get nothing uh, and that is so hard for so many people in this time space reality that even when they come into the information about the law of attraction uh, they begin to focus many times on what is rather than what it is that they are wanting many times people focus upon what they would call well this is the reality of everything well reality uh, can shift and change from millisecond to millisecond so to speak you know we can see how in this time space reality things can just change uh, to use a earthly expression on a dime and so therefore you know when people are saying I'm trying and I don't understand well then you're feeding the energy uh, the wrong energy so to speak you're feeding it what is that you are feeling that's negative and not bringing about that what you want so when you keep focusing on what you don't have you get more of what you don't have and what people have to realize with the law of attraction you have to focus on that which you would desire what you would have and feel the energy of that which you are wanting to receive and stay in that energy and refuse uh, to entertain the fear and the doubt 
that would like to creep in and tell you from the human standpoint this is reality come on now we have to be realistic we have to understand you know this and blah 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 you know as the expression goes and they begin to you know make excuses for why things are not uh, showing up in their life or they go well you know it's just this law of attraction thing is just not working well no as long as you're saying the law of attraction is not working well then it's not working it is working because it is giving you that which you are setting your vibration and frequency to you know so again you have to shift your thoughts you have to shift your mindsets you have to shift your energy your spirit your mind and soul as it is called in this time space reality your emotions you've got to get to the point to where you begin with the end in mind is what we have channeled through uh, Stanley in his uh, book there uh, is for people to understand they have to begin with the end in mind what is it that you are wanting and then you focus upon Upon that you feel the energy of that and you stay in that energy field and not allow yourself you know to fall back into questioning what it is that you are wanting because once you start questioning and you begin doubting and then the next thing you know you'll start spiraling downward into the ne other negative emotions uh, all the way to despair and depression oh boy this stuff just doesn't work I've been trying it it doesn't work you know and I just don't understand it I've been speaking and I've been affirming I've been you know I've done everything that I know how to do but it's just not working it's just not working what am I going to do what am I going to do well as long as you're in that energy field you're just going to end up spinning around in circles and getting more of the same but what you have to do then is get yourself out of that energy cycle that is bringing you down uh, instead of spiraling you up and the way that you can do those things is where you have to quit focusing Focusing upon is focusing upon it, what it is that you are wanting. Have it clearly fixed in your mind, where you have emotionally experienced it uh, in your own particular vortex and then you need to do things and say things and stay up on that high energy level by doing things that make you happy by doing things that divert your energy from being negative energy to positive energy and that can be done through many 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 different ways there's so many ways to raise your energy levels and the key for each one individually is finding that which makes you happy what turns you on what gives you excitement what do you enjoy and that's different for each and every one individually everybody has different tastes and different desires uh, people like different colors some people like different kinds of music some people like horseback riding some people don't some people like pets some people don't care for pets but some of these things that people enjoy keep their vibration levels up it's just kind of like the uh, people who bring uh, dogs and cats into nursing homes and to care facilities they will find that the energy levels of many of the people not all of them but many if the dog or a cat comes into the room the energy level will raise because all of a sudden you know it's kind of like when a child is first born into the world the excitement of seeing the child being birthed in the mother and the father the excitement of bringing life into the world raises their energy uh, the radiance 
and the room goes up and all the family comes in and everybody is just so happy and is so excited and the vibrational levels are being raised and that's why when you introduce things into your life uh, that can help you to raise your vibration then the things that you're wanting and the desiring and affirming and speaking and emotionally looking forward to uh, will surely come to pass in due season in the right time uh, when the universe brings it all together in the right place at the right time uh, it will all fall into place and what will many people uh, sometimes miss the point is that somewhere also along the journey and in the process of the manifestation of your desires there will be times when you will be clarifying what it is that you're wanting and what it is that you're not wanting sometimes what you feel like is a delay is really not a delay it's actually time that the universe is giving you to uh, soak in and see what it is that you're really wanting because sometimes we think we want something and then later on we find out well maybe that really isn't what I was wanting I was thinking that's what I was wanting but really deep down inside now that I think about it that's really not what I want and so you have to uh, begin with the end in mind but also in the process understand that there can be times of clarification times when you need to uh, relook at things and maybe reset your desires and examine to see is this really something that I'm wanting to do is this really something uh, that I'm wanting to manifest or is there something deep down inside of me you know that put that out there but it really isn't who I am you know I thought it was but now that I've thought about it that really isn't who I am it's just like sometimes you need to speak out loud talk it out walk it out and in the process uh, the universe is so good to us it allows each and every one to shift to change to rearrange to reevaluate and help us to understand what it is that we were really wanting because a lot of times we think we are wanting this because it's going to make us happy but then along the journey we find out that there's really something better than this and the universe will show that to you and then you can shift uh, so you have to allow the universe to bring things about for you knowing that in the process uh, bigger better nicer things can happen in the process but the key is to focus upon those pure positive energies and activities that keep you up and keep you from spiraling down and then in due season in the right time everything will clarify and things will come to pass in the right way in the right time uh, giving you the things that you truly want rather than the things that you thought you wanted many times in the process so you have to kind of slow down and enjoy the journey as they say uh, as, as you've heard many of the uh, motivators speak you know that success is a journey not a destination and so this is the way the law of attraction works we're ever expanding we're ever growing uh, which is why many people use the phrase I am that I am uh, but it's Family will say I am that I am but that's subject to change at any minute you know any second uh, because that's the way the universe operates you know because we're in the pathway of discovery and expansion and along that way we will sometimes shift to the left to the right or, or any way that uh, we want to because we discover things that's the excitement of the universe you know and when you tune into that and tap into that revelation then when you realize maybe things aren't manifesting 
something, you know, and you have to stand back and look and see and clarify, is this what I'm really wanting or is there something deep down inside of me that is resisting this and maybe it really isn't what I wanted. And so you, you can shift and you can change your mind, clarify and clarify that this is what it is that I'm wanting. I'm, this is the plan. This is what I want. Then you stick with the program and you stay uh, with that energy that carries you forth, you know, but be open also to being able to change your mind and clarify what it is that you are wanting because we have seen this happen so many times in so many people's lives. What they think they want, it really wasn't something they wanted, but it gave them something to hope for until they really discovered what it was that they were wanting. Oh, all right. Well, you know, during that part you brought up pets, and someone recently um, asked, and said, my dog recently died. Will I see him or her again after I die? So that kind of brings up the the energy of animals. And as in human terms, we would ask, do they have souls? Will we know them after we transition? Yes, animals have energy, uh, a higher energy than, say, plants or you know, biological plants and insects, things of that sort. On the biological level, you know, pets particularly that have been given to you as humans automatically operate on higher energy levels, emotional energy levels that, say, a uh, non-sentient being like a snake or a snail uh, or a reptile, a crocodile, an alligator. Obviously, these are non-sentient beings. They operate in lower frequencies. And uh, their energies are energies that are life force, but not sentient, uh, knowing uh, animals such as, you know, dogs and cats of this sort. Uh, many of the other animals have higher vibrations and higher energy levels uh, that are never lost. They transition back into the vortex just as we do and can transition uh, and be used uh, to use maybe not a better word uh, for us, but for you is recycling the energy, uh, so to speak, is a, a good way of putting uh, those types of energies. All energy is being recycled to some degree or another, but some energy is on a higher vibration than others. And of course, pets are on a much higher level and much higher vibration, uh, say, than some other uh, life forms that are on this earth and so therefore yes uh, those energies are not lost uh, they transition back into the vortex just as we transition back in the vortex but again those energies are not uh, so tied up in their identity as a dog or as a cat or a particular person's you know it was just an energy uh, that was given to you to enjoy that yes can be recycled and given to somebody else to enjoy uh, but it's energy more than it is uh, an individual or even a soul so to speak it's more about the energy just like Sophia we are energy uh, not necessarily a person but we are collective energy uh, the reproductive energy of the universe and so uh, pets would fall into another class of energy uh, that can also be recycled and uh, so to speak to be used to end the universe uh, to comfort and be companions and be used for so many other things out there that this universe is all about all right. Well, that clarifies some things, definitely. I know we love our pets. <laughs> 
absolutely love our pets and they're so comforting and so loving the most of the time it's just we love our pets so anyway um let me ask you um a lot of people have questions about i'm not sure how to put it because i know how i feel so it feels weird asking this but i have been asked this um is it okay to be a gay is it okay to be a lesbian i mean why do we have people that are heterosexual and people that are homosexual and people that are transgender well the question is very simple it's just like Sophia the energy uh, that we are is male and female and each and every person that comes into this space-time reality contains both male and female energy uh, it's been called the yin and the yang uh, by some. Uh, no matter what it's called, it, it really doesn't matter. The understanding uh, that you get it from is that the reproductive energy of the universe, the creative energy of the universe, the life force energy of the universe, infinite intelligence is neither male nor female, but an intertwining of both male and female energies. And so even when people were born into this time-space reality, uh, the sex, uh, you know, that is determined in the womb uh, is that which could also go either way. Uh, so therefore, you know, there's great similarities uh, between men and women and uh, the way the sexual organs actually are produced, you know, if you uh, took a look uh, at, uh, say, the woman's organs, uh, you can kind of see the eggs, you know, the, and uh, the tubes and different things that can drop and turn into testicles and into a uh, penis for a man, if we can speak in biological terms here, you know. So a lot of times what people uh, don't understand is that when, yes, uh, the chromosomes divide and the genes reproduce, it will divide most of the time either into a male or female. Every once in a while we do have uh, things that kind of turn out a little different that can be a combination of both male and female just as sometimes uh, when people are born into this world there can be uh, differences in the way that the bodies uh, come out in many many different ways uh, we do not want to use the word deformities or things of this sort because that is really not what they are they're just uh, different ways of which uh, people come into this world expressing uh, something that needs to be expressed into this time-space reality. And so when people are born into this world, yes, they mainly have an identification for the most part as male or female. And in this time-space reality, when it comes to through the reproductive energy, we realize that the only two people who can reproduce are male and females. That is seen in all the biological life forms. Uh, you know, except for a few that are asexual, so to speak. Uh, but for the most part, there has to be a male and a female sharing together the reproductive energies of the universe uh, to reproduce and to create, uh, which is why, for 
for the most part, you will see that the majority of the people in this world are what you would call heterosexual, people who are attracted to the same sex because this is a very powerful reproductive energy of the universe. This is the most powerful energy there is. That's why so many people love to participate in sex is because it's a very powerful, enjoyable energy uh, that not only produces uh, another living being, but it is also the energy that is used to create uh, and change and rearrange and to empower people. A lot of times people uh, do not understand that when the people who become the most successful in this time-space reality learn how to use that high sexual energy that, that surges through their body to use that for other things other than for sex. Uh, they use that energy to be uh, creative and to create things and to become uh, sexually magnetic, so to speak. Uh, uh, a dear f friend, mentor, Stanley, he never met Napoleon Hill, but Napoleon Hill spoke extensively on this and in his books, and uh, Stanley has even tuned in and tapped into much of the energy of Napoleon Hill, and that was one of of the things that he taught and expresses even through his writings and through his energy that still permeates this world in so many different ways. It's wonderful uh, how his energy is still interjecting into this time-space reality. Uh, but the sexual magnetism is the creative force of a human being that can be used for more than just sexual reproduction. And so sex sexual energy is an enjoyable energy which is why sometimes in this time space reality people will be attracted to someone of the same sex and it doesn't really mean uh, that they are weird as some would say in the past or they have to label themselves as gay or whatever words y'all are using lesbian I think is a word that you would mention uh, there's others like bisexual, asexual. Humans have a way of wanting to define things and putting things in a box. And the universe doesn't really operate that way. The universe is very fluid. And so when two people are attracted to each other, um, many times of the same sex, that's just normal feelings. Uh, the feeling that you would have for a dog, for instance, uh, what would you call that, animal Sex. I mean, I don't know. I guess some people want to have um, uh, sex with animals, and uh, some people think that that's appropriate, and you get in off onto one of those tangents, you know. Uh, but we were created uh, to reproduce within our own species, so to speak, and not with other species. Uh, that doesn't mean that there is anything wrong with interracial sex and things like that. That's perfectly normal because no matter what color a person is in this time-space reality, uh, whatever shade of color has nothing to do with the fact that you are biological human beings functioning in the very same bodies that just have different shapes and sizes and colors. Uh, but sometimes along the way, people do uh, develop relationships one for another within the same sex, and it really to 
to the time space reality for some they'd like to define those and compartmentalize those but for us you know communicating to you it's just the love energy of the universe where two people uh, fall in love with each other and then of course when two people fall in love with each other again the sexual desires of kissing and touching and caressing and uh, having sexual intercourse are a normal part of life uh, and to enjoy each other sexually is to enjoy each other on one of the highest energy levels available uh, to uh, to us uh, not only physically but mentally spiritually as we have mentioned other that helps us to recreate and do things in this time space reality so from the standpoint of the universe we do not see uh, really people as so much as male and female or whether they're you know this or that and defined this way or that way we just define everything by energy and sometimes in energies people are attracted to certain types of energy just like some people are attracted to certain types of belief systems religions political systems we become a vibrational match many times to the people that we have a tendency to have uh, a kin with which is nothing more than a vibrational match we're kind of buzzing and whirling and swirling energy is matching somebody else's energy then we're automatically attracted to each other and whether that's the opposite sex or the same sex or any other attraction uh, this is just normal in the process of the universe so it doesn't make it good or bad or indifferent I'm this or you're that because as many of y'all probably have seen in this time space reality many people um, we'll be attracted to uh, the opposite sex and then somewhere down the road because of things that happen into their life they become attracted to the person of the, of the same sex and then, and then just the opposite it's, it's almost like people say well you, are you confused are you bisexual no I'm sexual and sometimes when we vibrationally match with someone we enjoy each other which can turn into a sexual experience it can turn into a uh, covenant of marriage so to speak from this time space reality viewpoint uh, to where you come together and enjoy each other and produce together that which you vibrationally would like to do uh, so basically uh, to the energy of the universe there is no homosexual lesbian bisexual anything like that we're just all energy uh, enjoying the expansion of the universe all right. Wow. Um, kind of along that same line, I guess. Well, not about sexual energy, but why do we come here? Like, if the vortex is so peaceful and loving, why don't you just stay in the vortex and all that energy? Why do, I hate to say people because you say you're not a person, but why do energies or beings want to come to Earth? Well, it's not so much that we're wanting to come to Earth. We want to participate in the energy of the Earth. Uh, you see, once people understand, again, your people think from their own viewpoint, vantage point in this time-space reality, because they're really not tuned in and tapped into uh, vortex energy. They're really grounded in uh, the biological energies of the universe, the basics of this Earth, so to speak. You know, the writing and arithmetic and biology and the uh, things that are 
presumed as reality in this time-space reality are not the reality of the universe. This is just part of the universe. This is just part of experience and expansion, growth and change of biological bodies in a time-space reality. So w once you're in the vortex, you want to participate in the expansion of the universe. You want to participate. You just you, We weren't created here in this time-space reality just to sit around and, you know, and sit on a cloud or sit on a piece of carpet or a bed and or pray and meditate all day and hum and I mean you came here to per be a participant to be a part of the expansion of this time space reality which is having great impact upon the universe uh, in parallel dimensions in so many different ways and so you know people in the vortex we're just always interested uh, the energies of the universe are always looking to expand and grow and if we can expand and grow in this time space reality and other time space realities and participate in the expansion of the universe and enjoy uh, the expansion and energies of the universe you know we're not interested in just getting in one place and being complacent and uh, you know to use a human expression sitting around you know just you know doing nothing and enjoying nothing or just it's nothing wrong with enjoying nature and getting out and walking and appreciating the beauty of life and nature that's part of expansion it helps you to settle it helps to raise your vibrational energies but we're also uh, you are we're created to come here you came here uh, to expand life source energy you came here to use your the talents gifts and abilities your your creative imaginations to expand the universe expand this time space reality uh, to enjoy it, to have fun, to experience love and joy and peace and goodness in a biological body. There's, this, this is a wonderful thing. To, uh, so we want to come and participate and help and improve that expansion, you know. So it's, ex to, to us, it's exciting, uh, to be a part of something that is just so beautiful and helps with the expansion of the universe. Wow. All right. Um, let's see, I had a couple other things um, people had asked. Um, did we get here by evolution? Somebody wants to know. Evolution. Was there any design? <laughs> well, there's always been design. The infinite intelligence of the universe is infinite intelligence. Um, God, as you would call God, is energy, and that energy is uh, has intelligence. It has creativity. It has imagination. Uh, just like you were created, as the scripture writers have said, in many, many different uh, religious organizations uh, and systems, you know, they believe that most people were created in the image of God. So you come here as God. You come here w with intellect. You come here with reason. You come here with creativity and imagination. You have the ability to dream. Uh, you have the ability to expand and grow and to experience love and joy and peace and goodness and all these wonderful things. That's why you came here. That's why you're here is to experience uh, planet Earth and a biological body and, and experience expansion, growth, and change. Uh, through uh, using your intellect, your mind, and your creativity, your talents, your gifts and abilities, your desires and your dreams, 
uh, to live, to love, to laugh, to have fun, to be creative, and to participate in this time-space reality. Some on higher levels than others. Uh, some people come into this space-time reality to uh, be of help in different ways than other people. But at all, uh, these energies are working together to support the expansion of the universe. All right. Um, I got a question for you. Um, Stan and I had a friend who transitioned this week at age 29. And it was a, a young girl in our business we cared a lot about. And, you know, I felt like she always wanted a better life um, as far as in human standpoint. You know, she grew up in kind of a, a rough family, didn't have a real loving mother and father, but she always kept trying to create that for herself. Um, but I'm having a hard time understanding she was killed in a car wreck, and um, I'm just having a hard time understanding why, you know, she made the transition now when she seemed to want to live and have a good life here on Earth. Well, for one thing, we understand the emotional feelings that you are going through just as Stanley went through and as we've been kind of talking and uh, communicating with him this past week as he has went through the emotions of losing someone that he loved and cared for and so uh, desperately I guess in some ways wanted her to be able to rise her raise her vibrational lever, uh, levels into places where she could have a better functioning life and to understand the laws of the universe and to understand uh, that she could raise her vibration but what you need to understand is that many times when people desire something many times they do not desire to change uh, many times people uh, cannot expand and grow because they're just caught uh, in old mindsets and what we would call the brainwashing of the ways of which people would uh, think in this time-space reality. And when people uh, such as herself uh, many times become frustrated, and I think this was very evident in her life, all of her life she had somewhat spent frustrated, always looking, uh, but never being able to find anything that, that would make her content, that would make her happy, which is why she went from one relationship to another relationship, from one marriage to another marriage, uh, why she she uh, um, reverted to uh, lower level substances such as alcohol to relieve herself of pain, which is why so many people do things is they're looking for relief. And of course then when people get frustrated, they don't know how to raise their vibration. They may want to live, but then they don't know how to cope with living and they're, they haven't opened themselves to expansion and growth and to, be, you know, to listen and to learn the laws of the universe and how this life really works and then they can become frustrated they can become mad they can become depressed and they kind of roller cycle roller coaster ride up and down in their emotions uh, really wondering why who and all these things that people go through and so ultimately you don't really know what another person is going through you can observe what they're going through and and hopefully try to help 
people. Uh, but ultimately, uh, some people, when they get into these lower energy levels and then they start participating in lower level energies, uh, such as alcohol, then they might find themselves in a situation where uh, they could be in a car wreck or they could uh, endanger their life because once they become intoxicated with a drug or an alcohol or with some type of uh, habit that consumes them, then that's what consumes them. And if that becomes their crutch, if that becomes their mechanism for finding relief, uh, unfortunately, many times when people are seeking relief, they can uh, reach and do things that are very dangerous, very unhealthy and can jeopardize their life and basically this is what happens to people this is what has happened to uh, this uh, young lady that you are talking about uh, there were many things going on in her life many things swirling and twirling in her life and she was just not able to cope with it and she was looking for relief and through that relief uh, she basically ended up uh, forfeiting her life here on earth and the good news is is that now she has found relief and she is no longer struggling she is no longer confused she no longer feels lonely she now understands everything the way that she should so she has found relief and her energy uh, will still be around uh, she is one of those that uh, I know has chosen to stick around and try to be a blessing to those that she has loved and to be a part of this time-space reality uh, to the best degree that she can in the energy vortex uh, until she is um, at a place to where she's ready to transition and expand and grow elsewhere. So again, uh, we always from the human standpoint suffer loss when a loved one transitions at any age whether it be at birth before birth as a child as a teen as an adult or as even as an old person there's always a sense of loss uh, in this time space reality when people transition over uh, to the other side but this this life is so uh, short in time uh, in comparison to infinity uh, through that which you have been experiencing and will be experiencing uh, again when we transition into the energy of the universe uh, the many of the viewpoints that we look at now just kind of dissipate and there's no more questions about it because you are, you immediately find that uh, relief and the energy of the universe uh, that helps to clarify that which you went through well, you mentioned something about her hanging around to bless people. How do you bless people after you transition out of this life? Same way that we are blessing Stanley and any of those that would listen to us, our energy, uh, which is the energy of love and the energy of people, many times like to... Uh, leave that energy here stay here and to because they have a great interest as many uh, other energy forms do in the expansion and growth of the universe in this time space reality and so many people who have been enjoying this time space reality will energetically uh, still be here uh, to help with that expansion and growth and change so it's just a normal thing for in the universe uh, for energy to uh, stay or linger or move or expand and uh, in many 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 different ways and so we do have 
choices when we transition, uh, just as we've had choices in this time-space reality, each and every one of us have choices and uh, decisions that we can make when we uh, transition into the vortex, so to speak, the energy fields of the universe, ether as it is called in the olden days. I think Stanley likes that term, ether. Uh, people don't understand it, but it's just the, uh, in the quantum physical level, you know, we are told the uh, that life is 99.99% space, so when you're looking at an object, it's mostly space than it is uh, solid, so to speak, which is kind of hard for the human mind to uh, comprehend that a couch or a chair uh, or even a human being is 99.99% energy space. Uh, and so in that energy space, uh, there's a lot of things going on that uh, people are participating in on so many different levels. And some people just have, just as we do in this world, some people, uh, energies just are attracted to certain types of energies as they're part of their expansion and growth and change and part of what's going on in the universe. It's just a normal process of things, just like people choose to move from one city to the next, where some people like like their hometown, so to speak, you know. So that, that's kind of the way that you, this universe works. It works on the same level as this time-space reality on many, many different levels, but with a higher understanding uh, many times that most people in this time-space reality have. Okay, um, one last question. Um, here in the United States, we have been um, seeing the devastation this week from a hurricane in Texas, Hurricane Harvey. Um, why do we have disasters like that? I mean, are is there ener energy involved in natural disasters or where they hit? I just I don't really understand that. Well, natural disasters are really not a disaster. It's just the nature of the time-space reality that we live in. Um, you call uh, what is happening a disaster when in actuality it's just uh, weather. Uh, and many times, you know, yes, there are energy involved. The Earth is a living entity. It is energy. It has a soul and it has feelings just like uh, a person or an individual does. We like to sometimes call uh, her mother nature. Mother nature is very real. Uh, mother nature is a symbiotic living uh, organism, so to speak, on this earth. And yes, sometimes this uh, mother nature can uh, respond to different energy fields that are going on in different places that can create uh, different energy fields, uh, just like we hate maybe use the term negative energy fields and positive energy fields just like the electron has positive and negative electrons this is what makes the uh, world go round so to speak the uh, positively charged and negatively charged and yes sometimes these things do affect and can affect weather so to speak you know through their energy fields but then sometimes uh, these uh, weathers and storms that come in are uh, part of the time-space reality that you live in. And, of course, uh, if you choose to live by the ocean, just like you and Stanley do, you know, you 
take the risk of the brunt of a hurricane versus if you lived inland somewhere, you have less chance of that happening. So a lot of times we know in the nature of this world, uh, Mother Nature and the climates and, and different things, that things can happen and there's a different risk uh, when you live in places where, you know, that it could be susceptible to floods. And even though that might not happen but one in a hundred years or one in a thousand years, the one time that it happens, uh, you know, and then it turns out to be a disaster. We want to call it a disaster, but just simply put, it's a place where people live that uh, probably 99.99% of the time would be a safe place to live. But in actuality, if, you know, you have a hurricane, a storm, or a tsunami, or a disruption in the earth that creates these tidal waves or different things, the people, you know, who live near a volcano or live near these areas are the ones that are going to suffer uh, what you would call a disaster because they live in areas where those things can potentially happen. Uh, so things do happen in this time-space reality, and many times it's because of just the fact that that's the way things are in nature. Uh, if you live in a flood zone, you're liable to be suffer the consequences of being in a flood zone. You can take your chances and you might live all your life and never suffer from one, but it doesn't take the, but that one time for you to. And so again, it's a combination of many things. I guess you could call it common sense things by living in this time-space reality. And then of course there are energetic things uh, that can, you know, create uh, dynamics in this time-space reality. But we have to be careful that we, you know, don't label uh, communities as being evil or label them as they must have been doing something wrong for Mother Nature or God to want to punish them. Uh, that's not the way the universe works. That's not the way the universe thinks. And uh, so many times when disasters happen, you know, we have heard many times religious people say, well, you know, that was a Sodom and Gomorrah moment. God was judging those people because they're evil. They're wretched. They've been doing something wrong. If they were living right, this wouldn't happen to them. And that's just uh, really a lower energy living thinking uh, that people like to uh, basically ascribe things like this to when in actuality your higher energy levels uh, would tell you differently, you know, that these are just things that happen in the normal course of the day and uh, I would think that if, you know, they called for a, you know, Category 4 hurricane uh, where you and Stanley live, that you would have the sense to get out and not stay and uh, try to, you know, live through a catastrophe when you could have avoided it. Well, we are about out of time today. Um, I really won't have any time to go into. Um, a lot of times I like to share about our business, uh, but if you've heard us before, you know that Stan and I have a wonderful home-based business that we can offer to people all over the world. If you're looking for a way to be more blessed financially, we know it has been an amazing um, blessing to us. Um, but I only have about a minute or two, so I'm going to turn it back over to Dr. Stan. Well, all right, guys, we appreciate you being with us here today. It's been exciting to be able to share Sophia with you and to share the answers that she had to many of your questions. And we just want to encourage you to uh, email us 
uh, at Law of Attraction Bible at hotmail.com with your questions that you would like to ask Sophia. She's been a blessing to you and would like to know what she would have to say about different topics. You can go to our website at Dr. Stan, PhD, DR. S-T-A-N-P-H-D.com, and you can communicate through us through our website. And uh, we just want to say thank you for tuning in and listening to the Law of Attraction radio broadcast. Uh, we count it a privilege and honor to be able to share with you guys. And if there's any way that we can be a blessing to you, do not hesitate to get in touch with us as we are here to help with the expansion and growth of this time-space reality. Until next time. You guys live, love, laugh, and have a great life. Thank you for listening to Law of Attraction Dynamics with Dr. Stan and Jody. For more information on private sessions or how you can obtain your financial freedom, go to drstanphd.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Bible. See you next week.